the thinking through of the book really comes into play because like each chapter can be its own self-contained island that you're helping your reader through. If you're clear on like what that looks like, the writing of it can go extremely fast. Today, we are chatting with Darby Rollins, a friend, a business partner, and a man who is on a mission to help you write your book in seven days. You heard that right. He is the co-author of Published with Jarvis, Smash Through Writer's Block to go from blank page to published in seven days, super powered by AI, and also runs the Jarvis Underground, the seven-day book challenge where you can take your book idea from blank page to published in seven days. I've seen this with my own eyes. I'm so impressed with what he's built and how many people he's been able to help realize their goal of writing their first book. This seems like such a daunting task, but they make it so, so simple for you. As always, there are a lot of gems in this episode. Everything that we talk about, we'll have links in the show notes. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Hierarchy of Needs podcast. My name is Tim Palladino, and this is the show for entrepreneurs who want a higher value life and business. We are here today with Darby Rollins from Jarvis Underground. Um, full disclosure, he is one of my business partners from another business, Side Hustle, the party game for entrepreneurs. Definitely check that out. But we are not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about the future of book writing. Uh, Darby, thanks so much for being here, brother. Thanks for having me, Tim. Glad to be here. We're, um, I think we're going to blow some minds today. I, uh, that's, usually, that's usually what I aim for. Um, sometimes hit the mark. And I think today's, today's going to be the one where there's going to be a cleanup on aisle nine. So um, let's get started. So with Jarvis Underground, how would you give a brief description to someone? There's a lot to cover, right? When we, when we talk about this with artificial intelligence and it can be really complicated. What's like, how do you, how do you feel is a simple way to uh, explain it to our audience? I guess the, the th I guess I would say the sixth grade reading level edition of what we do is we help people write books faster using robots to, you know, get through curse of the blinking cursor and get words out yeah. of your head and onto paper. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're helping people go from blank page to published. Um, some people do it in as fast as three days. Some people do it um, in a little bit longer time frame. But at the end of the day, um, our specialty is helping people write nonfiction books, leveraging um, bestseller practices that have been proven by hundreds of bestselling books over the decades and distilling that down into a proven process. We have a step-by-step -step framework um, that's built inside of our seven-day book challenge and uh, helps people get their expertise onto paper and into their clients' hands so that they can grow their business. Yeah. And, and very well said, very well said. And one of the things I really love about what you, your seven day book challenge is that you're leveraging brand new technology. You're using artificial intelligence, but you're also leveraging inside the seven day challenge, the experience, the hundreds of years and hundreds of millions of dollars of experience with, um, with the, the, I, I think they're called, are they called teachers or they, what were the, what's the actual name for the brains that are in there? Yeah, we've got, I mean, I guess you're, you're talking about some of the best marketers in the world, um, best-selling yeah. authors ranging from Amazon bestsellers all the way up to New York times, ghost writers yeah. that have published hundreds of best-selling books, um, to, to coaches, you know, that within combined sales 
background of over $4 billion in attributed sales alone. So wow. um, there's a lot of experience that comes into it. And it's, it's by far your run-of-the-mill challenge as, um, as you kind of see from you know, a lot of, it's you know, a very popular marketing tool right now when it comes to getting people hyped up and into um, a process that the business uses. And what, what we've kind of come to realize is that it's, it's a better term for it is really more, it's an intensive experience where it's fully immersive. And if you put in the time and the effort, the energy, you will transform um, yourself, not only as a person, but potentially your business in a matter of seven days, if you can put in the work to get this book out of your head, because once it's out, it can do a lot more for you than it's doing inside your head. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's so many reasons to write a book, um, you know, going right down to like the very, very like uh, selfish reason you should write a book is it'll, in, it'll improve your, your aptitude on any particular uh, mm-hmm. uh, topic or, or category. And it's, it's showing off that aptitude. You know, you've worked really hard on uh, speaking from uh, experience I've worked really hard on the stuff that I've cultivated, the understandings that I have, the, the, the knowledge that I, I spent so much time putting together and the, you know, the bruises that I've healed from, I'm, I should put that in the book, you know, for if no other reason to be the person that I wish I had at that point, you know, you can really mm-hmm. help other people. Um, and I really love how, how this, you're, you're, you're putting out the fire in between what people are, are hope they can do or wish they can do and what they actually can do. You know, you're really, really amplifying the process because, you know, people are going to hear seven days and they're going to be like, that's crazy. It's not, it's not. I've seen how many people have gone through your program. I'm part of the group myself, mm-hmm. you know, like I've seen what, what, what you're doing does for people and what those people then I, I got to tell you what, like I'm part of lots of Facebook groups. Lots of communities. One of yours is one of the most positive and uplifting ones as far as you can do it. And everybody's helping each other. And I really, really dig that. Um, what, what would you say are some of the most reason, uh, the, the biggest reasons that people are writing their book um, with probably starting with authority? Yeah, I think like authority could be taken a lot of ways, um, you know, especially in like the business context of things, because it's such a crowded, noisy marketplace nowadays. Everyone needs to stand out in some way, shape or form. And that's like the I was the driving factor with which what made me write my first book in the first place over the the course of a weekend and then kind of kicked off the seven day challenge experience was I was sick and tired of being held at the same level of lesser copywriters and consultants for my particular market when I knew damn well that I was better at what I did than what they did, but I had no way to articulate it. I'd always struggled Mm. even writing a blog post, much less an actual book that I could send to somebody in the mail and have them hold in their hand. So um, I wanted to stand out and I wanted to get it out of my head. And, And I think the thing that a lot of people have has held up most of the people back, right? When you're looking at the context of like how many people say they want to write a book versus like the result of it actually being in their hands and then being a published author is like 90 plus percent of people that even start the process of writing a book will get distracted along the way by shiny objects, by life experiences, whatever. 
and never get to the point of clicking publish. But you know, that's that's a huge problem, right? With with as many books there are on the market nowadays, there's millions more that could be out there and that could change people's lives, people's lives, but they simply aren't. And it's because of a lot of self-imposed limitations. And and just from my experience and seeing it of this needs to be perfect, this needs to be this big masterpiece, this needs to be this 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 thing that is my baby that you know I'm, I'm gonna get it done and I'm gonna get it done right. And then you're sitting on your deathbed one day and realizing, wow, I never actually told my story, and yeah. nothing's ever gonna get passed down to people. So, you know, I, I think just kind of being real with like with where we're all at is that you could die tomorrow. I could die tomorrow. Who's going to tell your story? Is it going to be you? Are you going to narrate what you want to say and articulate and let people kind of know you for, or are you going to let Mm. somebody else potentially write that or never do it? And, you know, no, if you want to go and spend a hundred thousand dollars on a ghostwriter to write your story, because you got other stuff going on. Great. If you want to spend four years writing a book and, going through countless editions with editors and, and just going back and forth and, you know, fine. Like that's no problem with any of that. Um, you know, what we teach is how, is how to articulate your knowledge and expertise into a book mm-hmm. that's clear and concise and solves a problem for your ideal readers, your customers, your clients, and leaves them with value so that they want more from you as the author. And if you can do that, and you know your, your topic, and you know how to articulate it in your head, we help you organize that information and put it into words on paper. And once it's on paper, it carries a lot more weight than the esoteric world that we all have inside of our heads. That is, you know, it could be so many things, but until you can actually organize and formulate those thoughts in a way that someone can understand it on paper, um, it's a lot of theory. Right. And so that, that's kind of like what I like to see most is when people have these breakthroughs and they realize that the facts that you know and that you have come to discover throughout your business and life experiences are amazing. And how many people are you doing a disservice to by not sharing that story with them so that they can make the breakthroughs? Like you said, Tim, how, like, how can you be the teacher that you wish you had five, 10 years ago or whatever experience you were in? I guarantee you there's thousands of other people that are looking for that kind of information right now. And people turn yeah. to books because books are just time tested, the ways to, to pass this knowledge down and a great way to, to get your message out there and amplify what's, what's good. Yeah. And, and you use the word articulation. I think that's the most powerful way to explain it because it's, it's like a, if you tweet about something, I mean, just think about the, the current state of affairs with like a tweet, you use 120 characters there's no way someone's clearly understanding what you're talking about. You give it a couple pages or a couple chapters or even a book, you can talk about it from literally every degree and, mm-hmm. and really get deep into it. So in a sense, um, maybe we can replace the word uh, um, uh, what's for, um, authority and like it's a credibility piece now. Now, mm-hmm. this is where I stand. This is how I make my stand. This is how I think. This is my experience. You know, it's 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 kind of it's kind of interesting too to be able to take everything that you have because everybody has a story. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a, a good enough reason to write a book, um, even if it's for fun. Like I really enjoy the process. Um, but from the business sense, 
ever it's it's um it's simple and it's so valuable and it's how people are going to get to know you better because we you know yeah we live in a, in a very flat world and we can jump on zoom calls and stuff like that but people need to choose to get to understand you and they will never have the opportunity for the most part to have a conversation with you so this is how you have a conversation with them this opens the door this is a little, the little knock that says, oh, I've heard this person, let me read their book. That instantly gets them inside your head. And then by the end of it, they're gonna feel like they know you because they do, because you you know, you know, poured yourself into these pages. And I, that's, that's one of my favorite parts about writing a book, because it was never on my radar until I started doing it. And I was like, oh my, I'm in this book. This is like, it didn't, it became real. Um, so, and that's one, yeah, that's one of the, my, the coolest parts when you get that, that goosebump feeling. When you start like you're on like, you know, page 50 and you're like, oh God, this is starting to get scary, but more exciting because mm -hmm. I'm really doing something awesome. I'm really doing something I never thought I could do. Um, so let's talk about the challenge, the, the six day challenge, the, the inception of it and, you know, why you created that, that challenge. Yeah, I, it kind of, so that challenge got kicked off back in uh, like first or second week of February of this year, 2021. Um, after I decided to challenge myself over the course of a weekend, um, Hey, I'm just gonna, I, I was using this Jarvis tool, the AI to kind of like play with some copy and I was doing it from my copywriting business and said, wow, I, I just used this series of like this framework to write like a 5,000 word blog post in like mm -hmm. 30 minutes. And I'm like, this isn't far away from being an edited thing that I could post if I wanted to start editing it now, like I'm not that far away from like writing a short nonfiction book on this topic. Like I'm, I'm missing a few things that I know need to be added in here. And I woke up on Saturday morning at the end of January that last weekend, I said, okay, I posted on Facebook. I'm like, I'm going to write a book this weekend. And Wednesday, the next week um, I was holding the book in my hand after I'd published on Amazon on Monday morning or Sunday night or Monday morning. And I thought that was too cool that you could literally go from blank page <laughs> yeah. to published. It's a book in your hand in less time, less than a week. If you, if, if you want to. And, and that was like something that I'd always wanted to be able to say I was a published author. Mm -hmm. And so it was a huge feeling of accomplishment and it was kind of broke the glass ceiling for what I, what I could do as far as, produce content i'd always at that point i was really struggling with how do i even like start making content for my business um it's not like i wasn't doing this stuff actively it was just i was getting clients a different way and i wasn't mm -hmm. spending much time on the content creation so that next week i basically gave like a an hour-long um video with the with the the community at, at jarvis it was then called conversion ai and i just shared with everyone how i did it and like going from at the very beginning to idea, to outlining, to get using the tool Jarvis to get the words out, to editing it, to refining it, to uploading it to Amazon, to clicking publish. And we basically just got the whole community of those early adopters, um, you know, at the, you know, just a few months ago, riled up on the idea that, Hey, you can do this too. And after, so that kicked off the first uh, seven day book challenge in February. And I think like 12 or 13 or more books, um, nice. got published out of it. And a lot nice. of them were first time authors and they were very 
specific like nonfiction expert books about the different businesses in a lot of cases or just like thought processes or ideas that mm. people knew very well and they just hadn't got it onto the point where it was on paper. So um, after that happened, um, I connected with a mutual friend of ours, Zachariah, and mm-hmm. uh, who runs a publishing company. And, you know, we were like, this is really cool. What if we kind of like combined our like our forces here and started to run these things as like weekly challenges to where people that wanted to do this could come in and we could provide our insight and support from how we'd done it. And so basically at this point on a monthly basis, we have um, seven day book challenges that we host that people um, come into. They join our program um, for our coaching and our, our kind of like training and guidance on like the entire publishing process beyond just how to use AI to write a tool um, to write a book. And uh, which we're doing, we're helping people. Um, a, a lot of them are first time authors, not everyone. Um, you know, there's definitely people that have already published books before and they're looking to kind of how do I leverage this AI inside of what I'm already doing. But it's such a daunting task for the first time author. And there's so many questions that you need to answer. And you're going to either go and search YouTube or buy courses and learn for yourself. Yeah. Um, and so what essentially we're building here is this we call them the Jarvis Insiders Club is mm-hmm. just a membership program where people come in every month. You get access to these challenges, to these coaching, the, the coaches that we've brought in, the recordings, the high, high, high level training um, that covers all areas of getting your book to the point from researching to understanding your why, to who your avatar is, all the mm-hmm. way from formatting to editing to publish. Um, and then the accountability that's required along the way, because it's so easy to drop off. It's easy to hype yeah. people up for seven days. And that's kind of why the seven day time frame is so effective. If someone's really serious about it, because as the majority of the people we work with are entrepreneurial, it's easy to get distracted by shiny objects and mm-hmm. to keep someone's attention on writing a book, like longer than like a seven day time frame. Like it starts to dwindle just as we all are, but the amount of progress mm-hmm. that we're seeing people make, even if it's not clicking publish, even if it's just writing 20,000 words in a week to then starting the editing process, you're already miles ahead of where most people are because most people can never even get a book to the point where they can give it to an editor. And that's why it never yeah. gets published because you just keep thinking it needs to be perfect and you keep dilly-dallying around and going back and changing mm-hmm. chapters and next thing you know you know your second kid's on the way and you started this book when you were in high school i'm just kidding but um, <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it, it can it can easily slip away from you and then the idea of finally being a published author is so fleeting and, and far-fetched because oh, I, I had the book in my head and i just never was able to get it out or i didn't know where to start in the first place so yeah um that's that's what we're, we're curating and what we're, we're building inside of this, um, this program is that it's very goal focused and very oriented about setting achievable milestones on a weekly and on a monthly and on a quarterly mm-hmm. basis to hold people accountable to those, those goals and help them actually get those goals accomplished, which is where a lot of courses fall short and which is why we turned it into more of a, um, a membership um, in an ongoing program, as opposed to just a one-off course, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, community is what people come back to and the accountability is what holds people to doing what they say they're going to do. And if you don't have that, 
your courses are just going to keep collecting dust in your hard drive, um, as are all the books on self-help that help you try and break through these things that are holding you back. It's like, no, I mean, like we bring a lot of experience from a lot of different angles here. Like, let's talk about them. Let's bring them to the table and let's help you get over that so that you can get back to doing what you need to do, which is getting the book out of your head. Yeah. It, and it's so important to um, try just, just take that first step, right? It might not, might not be for you. Right. But it, you're not going to know you're only anything that stops you before trying is a story that you've created based on what, you feel or what are actual past events, right? So you've created this predetermined outcome based on what you think, not what you know. So try, just do it. You know, what are the things that stopped me in the past from taking, uh, taking on challenges like this um, was the, in the, in my head, the inability to just, just master it and kick ass and like, get on Amazon perfectly in 30 days and sell a million copies and all this stuff. Like, so there's all these stories that were like, Oh, it's not even worth trying. And then when I, when I started doing jujitsu, one of the things, one of the, the, the things that they, they use a lot that just always, always sticks to me is slow is smooth and smooth mm-hmm. is fast. So going in, getting an understanding of like just the mechanics, enjoy it. Let it, let the first experience be an appetizer you know, mm-hmm. then be able to roll through with it fluently and then do it fluently and quickly. So it's, it's, a, it's, you know, have a little trust in yourself, you know, treat yourself to a little trust um, when, when, when doing things like this, because if you haven't done it, it can be super daunting, super daunting because all you can think of is the reasons why not, which makes sense because we're mammals, you know, mm-hmm. we want the least amount of danger possible. Yeah. Um, and that's that what sounds so cool like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it does. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it's like, if you don't, right. I was just watching like a bear girls episode last night um, where he had a uh, Keegan, Michael Keel out in Iceland oh, doing yeah. stuff. And he comes off, he's like going on this adventure with, with bear was like, just say yes to things because once you get mm-hmm. over that fear of what's holding you back and you step into the fear and you realize, wow, that wasn't that scary at all. Yeah. Right. But you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and pushing yourself into that in the first place, which is yeah, why I think the, the journey of becoming an author and putting yourself out there and like putting your, your words out there. Right. I mean, it's scary thinking that's you're putting something in print. Oh, God, the, it's terrifying. The, the, the nice <laughs> thing about the nice thing about today's publishing world is that, you know, I mean, especially you're going the self-published route is that well, you can go make revisions to your book right? You can go and make edits after you can make different editions. Like, you know, chances are your first book's not going to be amazing. Like whether you, whether you think it is in your head, it's going to be the most perfect book ever. Like, like you got to go through the process. You got to, you got to go through the, 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 the not the motions, but like, you know, you're not going to get ripped by thinking about going to the gym. (laughs) Right. Right. By going to get, become a personal trainer, you don't get ripped. You know, by thinking about it, like there's, you have to have that activity and that action to, mm-hmm. to have an outcome. Um, and I, I would even go as far as to argue the point that it, as a professional, this is necessary right now. There's a lot of clutter. There's a lot of noise out there. Um, you know, I can, I can, one person can outspend another on ads and have a prettier website, but if one has a book 
where you can test drive that person's brain, they're going to win. They're mm-hmm. certainly going to win. Um, there's, um, it's so funny yesterday. This is actually a really funny anecdotal story. Yesterday I was, um, I was just scrolling through social. I was waiting for an email to come through and four or five people, oh man, I can't remember. The, I think the name of the book was a hundred million dollar offer by mm-hmm. Alex Ramazzi. That's uh, yeah. I ordered that the other day. Cause um, yeah. Yeah. It's, we have a, we have a household book club here now. It's 20 minutes every day for that book. And we're going to talk about it. But um, the point is that put him so high on my radar. Mm-hmm. so high on my radar. I didn't even, I care about the book and what the book has to offer, but him as a professional put him on this. I don't want to say pedestal because that might have a negative connotation, but that put a spotlight on him as, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this guy's rad. And now I'm getting information from him. And if the information that he's giving me matches my goals, I'm going to give him money so I can make more money than I give him. You know, like that, that's like the whole, the whole cycle of things. And that's why it, just having a book stands out so much. Obviously, I, I'm working on on mine right now. Uh, a few different types of books, workbooks, and and uh, other types of books too. Um, so I've really dug into these thoughts, and I think I just think it's imperative. I think it's imperative, and and it's it's, it's gonna be an uphill battle if you don't have one. Yeah, so and it's I, kind I of think, a credibility piece. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think where a lot of people that I've seen like it that get held back by this entire process is that like, what if I put the book out there and people hate it? Right. Like, and what if it's not good enough for, and, 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 you know, like, what if I put myself out there and, and whatever, and like, you know, I, I personally like welcome the criticism, like in that, in that sense, because, you know, I'm trying not to take myself too seriously too much of the time, but, you know, at the end of the day, like if you don't try and fail a number of times before you get to the next, the, the final successes, like, like the books that I've written over the last few months are, are by no means like New York times bestsellers right now, but they're, they're stepping stones on the way to like the continued like thought progression, I guess. Um, yeah. And so I, I'm just grateful for the, having the technology that broke my like limitation that was just writer's block at the end of yeah. the day. And it just got me through like, Oh, I, something else can start my sentence and now I can like continue it in my own words. Yeah. And if people don't like it, which people have reached out to me or like left like Amazon reviews and are like, this is garbage or like, this is like, like, a clearly like a guy like writing marketing copy for me. I'm like, like, whatever, dude, like, that's how I write. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, because like at the other time people are like, I love how just like simple and like clear, like yeah. it is. And it's like no BS, no fluff. It's like, it's not like an insanely long book, but at the same time, if I tried to write a fucking novel, like, and if someone spent all their time reading the book and getting yeah. lost in these different ideas, and never started writing their book, then I would have failed. Like on yeah. the, the publisher Jarvis book, like the whole point of the book is to give you like, go read this in like an hour and a half, download it into your brain and then reference each day of the challenge as we break it down to write your stupid book. <laughs> like not yeah. stupid book. I like just write your damn book. Right. Yeah. Like, 
And if you need help, we got the challenge to help you out. But we have like the free community where people are like writing books on their own without like even talking to me once. I'm just like, that's awesome. Right. Cause like if you never did it before and now, like I somehow inspired people to write their own book and get their message out there. There's so so much of like a ripple effect that comes from that, that, um, you know, just, I mean, I feel good about it. And if I'm not pissing some people off along the way, because of the way I write, then apologies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, It's it's one of those things like, yeah, you you can't, you're not writing for them. Like, obviously they have, there's someone else they're going to love. You can't be that person for them. So thank you for letting me know. I'm glad you now know. Um, if, if you want, just gift the book to someone. I'm sure they'll appreciate yeah. it. Please don't um, burn it. Um, that, that reminds me though, like when I say that is a, um, Tim Ferriss, who's been a pretty big inspiration on a lot of entrepreneurs has, um, I remember in a podcast, someone asked him like, how do I know when I should write a book? And he's said, I don't, I paraphrase what he was saying was like, like don't write one just to write one like write it if you have something burning inside of you that you need to get mm-hmm. out of your head. And he was talking also about how, who he wrote the four hour work week for. I think he was like two people that he was close friends with and he wrote it for those people in mind the entire time. And it just so happened mm-hmm. that there were millions more people that were experiencing the same type of problems and the same obstacles as that. And then you go and read Amazon and they're still haters for how much good that that book has like caused and the change that that book has inspired people to start businesses that have literally changed their lives, their families, for their friends, for the the communities, you know, it's going to have haters out there regardless of it. So, I mean, just, you know, be very clear on your why and your who, and if you're fine, if you're fine, if you're good with that and who you're serving and who you're writing for, and you're doing it selflessly to like actually help somebody solve a problem, then, you know, don't let the, you know, the potential downside, like stop you from like reaping the rewards of the upside from when you do like help somebody like have a breakthrough that changes their life. Cause that's a lot more rewarding than mm-hmm. trolls on the internet. Yeah. And you know, with, with anything that we do as entrepreneurs or authors or podcasters or whatever, we have to lead with value. Like you mm. put out your, 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 your best for these people and it's up to them, whether it's good or t- it's time for them to read it. Even like, there's so many books that I put off for a year or two. Cause it just wasn't, I wasn't ready to read. I wasn't ready to appreciate it or take it in. And you know what, kind of going back on haters, sometimes they're just not ready to hear it. You know, there's, there's a translation. I was, I think this was the last podcast we were on. We're talking about the translation in stages of business. Like if I'm in the expansion stage and someone's in a startup phase and I'm trying to explain something to them, but I'm using that startup language, they don't understand it. Therefore they may think, I don't know what I'm talking about because they can't understand what I'm talking about. And I might not be able to speak to them in their language. So it doesn't mean it's necessarily crap. If you do get haters, it just means like, they didn't understand the translation. It wasn't for them at that very moment. And there's been mm-hmm. many times, uh, I can't think of any, any pertinent examples where I was like, that doesn't make any sense. It's, that's, that's, that guy doesn't really know what he's talking about. And then just boom, it clicks later. It's like, damn, they're spot on. They're spot on. Yeah. All right, they win. <laughs> yeah, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer is kind of one that I like mm-hmm. to go and just listen to every year or mm-hmm. two, just since I've heard it. And I'm like, I'll just, every single time it's like, Oh, I think 
why did I like miss that? That was really profound before. Cause like you're a mm-hmm. different person this year than you were last year. Right. And yep. I mean, a lot of, I mean, like this book and uh, have you ever read a uh, Og Mandingo, the uh, Mandino, the, uh, the greatest salesman in the world? No, no. Is that, a, is that like a classic? Is that like, yeah, I, w- I would, I would go buy that right now. If anyone is listening to this on Amazon salesman in the world. Yeah. It's really a really short book, but it's like this story about this guy, like that passes down these scrolls of like what made him like super successful. Oh, wow. And each scroll has their own lesson inside of it. And it's kind of like set in like the older, like biblical Middle Eastern kind of setting, like that, that, yeah. that part of the world and really great storytelling, but the lessons that are inside of each chapter are like really profound. Um, and I, I, I like referencing back to that book, but, you know, again, it's like people are going to take, like you said, like people are going to take what you're saying differently depending on what stage that they're at in. So I, I think like, if anyone's thinking about writing a book and like is not sure where to start, like start with you and your why first and get mm. clear on that. Cause if you're not clear on that, then do you mean, I guess the analogy that I was using last week when I was giving a training on this was like, like if you're stuck on an Island and you want to get to treasure Island and you have a boat, that's on a dock and you try to set sail with a boat that's full of holes and a compass that doesn't work, you're probably not going to make it to treasure Island. Mm. Um, and, and so there's a lot of pre-work that goes into before setting sail. Right. And then, yeah. And using these tools like this AI that can help like accelerate some process and help spark some creativity can be very helpful. But if you don't know the direction that you're going and have a clear map to get there, um, yep gonna have a hard it's just you're gonna have a harder time and it's it's gonna slow you down a little bit so that's a lot of what we work on providing people with is like what's the clear most direct path to getting your book out and Mm -hmm. so much of it is (laughs) mental exercises and like really like doing the hard work before your pen even hits paper yep the um what what are like the kind of the the mantras because we all get frazzled sometimes and feel a little bit overwhelmed. Whenever mm-hmm. I get a little overwhelmed or frazzled to the project, I just keep on repeating. I, I can't even say it now because stuttering. Plan, do, and review. I just keep on saying that over and over again, and understanding that I have to make a plan, I have to take action, and I have to review what the outcome of the action was. Do I need to start a new plan, or can I take full action? So just repeating and take little bites, little bites, little bites. Plug that one hole. You know, re- you know, rewrite that map, do whatever, fix that compass, make sure it's a true north, do whatever you got to do. It may be slow, but as long as it's certain, you're, you're going you're gonna to make it to where you go. It's an inevitability. It's not, it's not a possibility. It's inevitability at that point. Um, so what, another quick question I have for you, and this is something that I think I've noticed, but I'd love your, your input. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm noticing is that books, at least good books, the ones I'm enjoying, are, have become more concise. They're not like these crazy 200, 350 page books. They're like a hundred, sometimes 75 page books that like get to the point and it's, they become more tactical versus fluffy story. And of course yeah. there's a flavor for everybody because the, the story is a little bit easier to, uh, it's nice to narrate. All right. Now narrative. Yeah. Uh, are you seeing that too, where there's, there's more tactical versions of storytelling versus yeah yeah. absolutely i think it's this is something that's been coming up as a topic 
lately and funny enough that you bring it up is like when you look at like the old traditional publishing route and like what was the standard for having books on shelves like there I mean, just look at the size of books and like what looks good on like a Barnes and Noble like bookshelf or, or mm-hmm. wherever you're like buying books in a store. And like, there's like a weight and a thickness and how the spine looks and like the whole, the whole traditional route of where books need to end up. And I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of other factors that I'm not, not privy to as to why that, that, that was the reason then. But, you know, one thing that we're seeing now is, if you can't get someone to finish and like learn and like understand your content and like they stop before they even really get started or get to the point where you're trying to like Mm -hmm. actually like deliver the value that's in there, then you failed as an author. And I I think that's why you're seeing books are getting smaller and are a little bit more lightweight. Like obviously got like the logistics of like sending stuff in the mail and the cost of printing. Um, You know, it's like, like there's no reason to have a 300 page book of what you can say can get said and said well in a hundred pages or 150 pages. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's a very, I think like 20, 25,000 words is a really common um, word count right now that you're seeing for these, like mm-hmm. and for the caveat here is like expert sort of like delivering like a thought leadership, like sort of like, this is like the topic that we're talking about. This is how we're solving it with it. Um, you know, you can, if you try to fluff stuff up too much now, then you're just going to lose people. We already have short time, time, time spans and our attention span is just, you know, squirrel, right. I'm going to go, you know, like move on to the next thing. If you're not, if you're just giving me a bunch of BS, but like, if you can like, so the format that we work with based on not like me being a guru with this, like I learned this from people that have like launched bestsellers as part of their career for decades and it's like the introduction is probably the most important part of your book because if you can't tell hook somebody in and sell them on why this book is for them and make sure that they know they're in the right place and they read it correctly then they're gonna have a hard time navigating like the same principle applies to what we're doing with teaching people how to write books as it does to authors helping their readers understand the navigation of the book. Like your, your book is the map for your reader. If you try to confuse your reader, try to add a bunch of fluff and a bunch of unnecessary obstacles, then you're, then if your reader never makes it to the end of your book or to their desired outcome, you're going to have a lot harder time, um, you know, building that reciprocity with your readers because you're just not, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, there's no point in unintentional fluff, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah here and and but then once people get into the books I mean a lot of it's just like how did you learn this information or how did you earn this information like did you pay a mentor to learn it did you go through bank up bankruptcy or like starting five businesses that failed or like how did you come across this information what was your epiphany that led you to understand that this is how you know this problem and then you teach that problem like you teach how to solve that problem to your reader in the chapter and you conclude it with action steps, case studies, um, whatever it is. And if each chapter can be kind of self-contained and that someone can read chapter one versus chapter five versus seven versus 10 and say like, okay, this is a great chapter because I learned this. I understand this principle. And these are the action steps I can take to go put it into action. Then great. Kudos to the author. This is an awesome book. 
I, I feel like I got my, my money's worth out of it. If you, if you're yeah. leaving loose ends and you're not closing like or you're open loops and all of that stuff, and you're not like tying up your stories and like delivering the value, then you're probably going to get bad reviews because it just doesn't solve the problem the way it needs to. And so that, that's where like the thought, like the thinking through of the book really comes into play because like each chapter can be its own self-contained island that you're helping your reader through. And then each subsection of each chapter can be its own self-contained little subsection. And then each yeah. subsection can have a subsection. And so it's like, when you break it down like that, it's like, oh, like I need to write 10 chapters to solve this problem. Inside mm-hmm. of these 10 chapters, there's three subsections I can talk about and I can lead into it with a story. Inside of each subsection, I'm going to have a few paragraphs that talk and explain the subsection. And then I'm going to give my bullet point action steps at the end of it. And if you're clear on like what that looks like, the writing of it can go extremely fast. And that's how we're helping people do it in like record time with AI. Because like if we can, if you can get that outline really dialed in, like off to the races, once you have this tech behind you, that's just going to not let you stop and just stare at a blank screen. Yeah, it's it's interesting too. So I started my writing journey um, probably about a year to six months before, uh, I think before this was even in existence. Um, and one of the, I remember like having this weird, like I was intimidated by all the other awesome pieces of art in the world. Like I had to compare to it and that just wasn't a, a, a proper mindset. Um, and I kept on feeling like I needed to create this, this beautiful, this crazy story. And I also, and because of that, I was comparing what I was doing to that, which is unfair to myself, because as we all know, comparison is the thief of joy and it it became intimidating. But once I actually sat down and like took, took what it was and put it on paper, it just flowed. Mm -hmm. I knew what I was going to, I already knew what to write. I just didn't know. I knew that. So it's just, yeah, it's just putting your, your foot forward and actually making, uh, using the tools, using the community. Um, it's, that's, it's really simple. It's really simple. It may not be easy to all, but it's simple. There's clear guidelines. There's mm-hmm. support. There's no reason not to. There's absolutely no reason not to. Um, what, so uh, Writing with Jarvis is now on Amazon. Uh, it's called Published with Jarvis is the book. Published with Jarvis. Yeah, Published with Jarvis is the book. Um, Writing with Jarvis is the um, the course. Gotcha. That, and then um, the Jarvis Insiders is the the our coaching program that we help people implement the book and the course. And um, well, and access to all that stuff will be in the uh, the show notes. So go ahead and uh, click there if you guys are interested. And once again, I I there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to try. And I think you'd be doing yourself your customers and dare I say the world a disservice for not doing that. Um, it's fun. It, you know, it, it's really meant for everybody. And I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. It doesn't matter if you're a business owner, if you're a father that wants to chrono- uh, chronalize the, your experience with your kids. If you are um, a teacher that is um, taking on missionary work and you want to, you know, get that down. Like there's, there's so many reasons to do this outside of the, the simple transaction of, of tactical abilities. It could be storytelling. Storytelling is what, what us as humans 
thrive on. And it's, it's such a, a beautiful thing to share. So outside of the tactile exchange, storytelling is so much fun and everybody should give it a shot because I didn't think I was capable of it. I'm one of the worst spellers. Everything I write on Google Docs is redlined. Right underneath, there's all those squiggly lines. I might as well, I'm going to get one of those like right on my forearm. If I ever get a forearm tattoo, it's going to be a red squiggly line. That's how bad of a speller I am. That's how I identify. Um, and it's it's worth it. It's just so much fun to, to cr- create. So I would definitely, definitely suggest this. Um, Darby, before we hop off, is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with? Yeah, that's a um, quote saying, the, a rising tide lifts all boats. Um, mm-hmm. Just with whatever you put out there, whatever, whatever content you do decide to write about, you know, make sure that it's going to bring people up, right? Because if, if, you're, if you're looking to elevate your message to for whatever it is, business, for leaving a legacy for your children, for your grandchildren, how can you leave the world a better place by telling your story and do that and do it unselfishly? And, you know, there are the results will speak for themselves if you put in the work and um, people will notice and, and don't, don't do yourself a disservice and don't do the people in your circle a disservice. Don't do the people that need to hear your message a disservice by holding that message in. Um, get it out there, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's as simple. It's as simple as this conversation. That's what's so funny. It's just, we don't have the, the, the formatting and the support to do stuff like this, but now we do. Gary, thank you so much for being here. Um, my brother in arms. So excited to have you here. <laughs> See you soon, brother. All right. Thank you again for joining us. And if you like what we're doing with the entrepreneurial hierarchy of needs and want to show your support, the best way to show some love is to subscribe and leave us an honest review. We also have a Facebook group where we continue these types of conversations and so much more for all of our continued growth. I can't wait to see you in there.